Hi everyone, what's good? I hope you're well. This is Baby Reckless. And if you were familiar with our podcast, Wanderous Musings, before, she got a little bit of a makeover and now she is called The Sunday Sit Down. And this has been really inspired by the uh, epidemic, I guess is the correct word that we are currently in and so I think you know just once a week a nice little sit down grab you know your tea your water your coffee your blunt a snack all of that to be honest and you know just a little I don't know positivity a little check-in a little you know just something to listen to to prepare your mind for the upcoming week and so that is what we have here so I plan on developing this podcast a little bit more, but loosely what this podcast is going to cover, we're going to cover a little bit of astrology, but not really. Um, We are going to talk about a key concept or idea, um, a little bit of pop culture sprinkled in. Not this week, though, because I have been avoiding the news like the plague, but wow, that's really not even funny. I've been avoiding outside sources for the last couple of days, so I don't have any pre-planned news stories to talk about, but trust in the coming weeks, we'll get into it and it'll be cute. Um, and then also I'm at the end of each uh, episode, I do a quick reading. It's called the uh, Maiden Mother Keyholder reading based off of Persephone, Diana, and Hecate. Um, and the only reason I didn't use crone is because in my viewpoint, Hecate is not a crone. So before anybody wants to come at me, that's why. But if that concept relates to you, you can think of it that way. I just personally don't. And in that we are going to be looking at, you know, just how you can navigate this week, what you yourself needs to focus on, you know, your own little individual project, what you can focus on with the help of others. And then your kind of key thing to focus on for both problems that will kind of unlock the situation of the week. Um, So let's get into it. So last or was it last week? This week, I'm losing track of time. But this I'm going to say this week because Monday has not come yet. It is currently Sunday. Don't ask me what day it is, but it's Sunday. (laughs) Um, And we just had the spring equinox. Aries season just started and it's been interesting. We are three months into the emperor year. That is what my planner has told me. I have the many moons planner um, by Sarah Gottes. Oh my gosh, if I'm butchering her name, I'm sorry. But you guys know the Many Moon Planner. Um, And that was like the prompt for this weekend. It was like, you are three months into the Emperor year. How's that going for you? Um, And like the post was talking about like living your best life and, you know, keeping your boundaries and sticking true to your plans and all that stuff. But I'm going to take that inspiration and be like, so we are three months into this Emperor year. Um, I feel like this epidemic, this COVID-19 has really, as we've been in isolation, has really just been exposing us and exposing where the cracks in, where the cracks are in our foundations. And so we're going to get into it and I'm going to use myself because turn this pain into content, you know? So, uh, 
for me personally, and I will say that I feel like I'm very blessed that I am in a position where like it's stressful, but I have like resources and help to kind of navigate this where I know as a lot of people do not. So I am definitely not speaking as like a, like, I want to be sensitive about it. Um, and so like, you know, I have my, my friends, um, my chosen family. Um, and so like, yeah, I feel like that's all I'm going to say about that. But, um, for me personally, it's been exposing negative mindsets and traps that I kind of set up for myself. And what I mean by this is, you know, I try to be pretty positive, but I feel like I was focusing and putting so much worth in my work ethic and in my work and in my job. And that was like my routine because like in the, I mean, I feel like that's always been a coping mechanism for me personally, but that's neither here nor there. Um, and so, and I mean work outside of, you know, doing like tarot and astrology and stuff. Um, I'm very motivated, very driven. I've been that way all my life. Very like, I'm a self-made person, you know, like blah, blah, blah. And so I went into 2020 with that attitude because I was like, okay, it's the emperor year. Like I'm an Aries rising. Like we are about to get this bread and it's going to be the best year ever. Um, especially because last year was just so bleak for me personally. And I spent a lot of time just isolated. And so I really coped with that by like working so hard. But anyway, 2020 came and was like, huh, bitch, you thought what you're actually going to do is be redirected. And it was so funny because I've gotten a reading, um, like, because things, it was, it happened really slowly for me. So it would be like one festival canceled, then another, and then this job wasn't filming anymore. And then this was happening. And slowly but surely I was realizing that everything that I put so much stock in and so much I feel of like my own self-worth in was being taken away from me. And I did not cope well. Let's just leave it at that. I was not coping well with it. And I got in a reading by my friend and he was like, well, did you ever think that, you know, what you're looking for, what you were chasing was not going to be in those jobs anyway? Like maybe you're not supposed to be there. Maybe you're supposed to be doing something else and doing, um, you know, maybe you have something to work on or deal with or whatever. Like he was really trying to frame it as like, to look at it from a different perspective, very hanged man energy, which it's so funny because like, my two tarot cards are the hermit and then the hanged man. And I feel like they really, uh, describe me as like a person. Um, the hermit just being, you know, somebody who like just is this little isolated little being who likes to read and study and has their little lamp and, you know, and then the hanged man, I very much see it as like wisdom through trial, like very like Odin vibes. And I feel like that bury me but anyway um and so like I wasn't really dealing with it well and I was seeing how you know you can kind of replace one I wouldn't say addiction but like one coping mechanism with another 
um, or I guess, yeah, you could say one addiction with another or, you know, how you think that, and I think this is what the problem is with blind positivity or, you know, especially if you're into the law of attraction and a lot of that stuff. And I'm not saying that that's all bad. There is truth to it. But I think when we do this spiritual bypassing and we just blindly go forth and we keep pressing on and pressing through and just blindly ignoring our blind spots when they are exposed, that's when we're left to be like, oh, that really wasn't healed. Oh, this is something that I have to deal with. And oh, as I'm looking at it right now, three, 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 spirit is like, yes, expose yourself. Um, and so dealing with that these last couple of days also opened up to how I block my own blessings. Um, you know, I thought that I was very much in the mindset of panicking and instead of trusting, which is very, very hard for me, but instead of trusting and really practicing what I preached, I went back into, you know, just that very wounded mindset of like, you know, this is the end of the world. Nothing matters. Like, you know, all those dark things that we can tell ourselves. Um, and so I really went back into like this really, really deep, deep, dark place. Like some ways I have not been since like, high school shortly like freshman year of college like really really deep dark place and in that place I kept getting like these just intuitive nudges and just signs from you know the universe whatever of like okay but why don't you try and do this why don't you you know distract yourself with this why don't and I was just not having it I wanted to and I actively chose to stay in that sad place meanwhile I was missing the opportunities that other people were giving me because you know I did this thing where I dropped off the grid I was like I don't want to talk to nobody I don't want to see anybody but then at the same time being like oh my gosh I'm isolated I'm so alone like you know how we do that with ourselves and so I feel like the emperor year this year is showing us you know it's kind of like we are the emperor and this year is like this political advisor to us and being like, okay, let's have a sit down and chat because these are the things that are failing in your kingdom and we need to get it together. How can we get it together by trial by fire? We also have Saturn sliding into Aquarius, which my Saturn return is also fastly approaching and I am just freaking out about it, but not really because, um, and I'll link it in the description I never know where the description is with any of these content things that I make but I think for podcasts it's called the show notes so in the show notes I will put um Colin from Queer Cosmos did a IGTV video about Saturn Returns and it kind of calmed me down a little bit so I will leave it there for all of my other fellow people who are going to go through their returns but anyway um so we have that happening. We are in the middle of a great conjunction, which honestly, all of this is just bringing up a lot of the dirty laundry. It's showing where the cracks are. It is exposing us essentially. And shit's looking hard, <laughs> not gonna lie. But it's also giving us the time to practice what we preach, especially those in this kind of like spiritual light, you know, leaning on these practices. And that's really what my content is going to be focused on moving forward is, you know, providing tools and simple things that we can do to get us through all of this. Um, 
And so, yeah, if you guys also have any specific questions on things, definitely feel free to email me or DM me on Instagram of content ideas because that's going to be my main focus. But um, moving forward, Monday on the 23rd, the moon slides into Aries. And you know me, I love everything related to Aries. Aries, I have hardcore Aries placements. It's also my rising sign. Um... I just, I really feel at home in Aries season. Um, Also, I really love Aries, the god of war and Greek mythology, which is what we're going to talk about today because I feel like, you know, we, oh, and it's also um, Mars is the correspondence for the emperor card and we're in March with it, which is, you know, a very Aries slash Mars um, season, month, whatever. And so, um... Where's I going with this? Oh, Aries, God of War. <laughs> um, in Greek mythology, you know, we also, we always hear about, you know, Athena. She is the goddess of war as well, but she's more of a goddess of strategy, whereas Aries was in the trenches. You know, he's the warrior. He's the one with his brothers, you know, deep in those trenches. He's the one who, you know, was a patron of the Roman army. And I think that when we look at the Aries Mars archetype we if we look below the surface level and we really dive deep into it we can use this moon and this time to not only summon the energy to you know blaze forth and start anew and all that stuff but to also be resilient you know warriors and soldiers they have to go through a lot of stuff and you know talking about war aside because I I'm not glorifying war here but you know, we need to call upon that strength to be the one to be able to give strength to others, you know, um, to be able to help people when they feel like they're not able to be able to go forth, you know, it's doing that community work, it's um, calling up the strength to know when to pace yourself, you know, you're not, you're the one who knows what the war is like, you're the one who knows what the battle is like, you're not sitting in a tent somewhere strategizing about it, you're living it, you're the one who is giving motivations to others to keep moving forward no matter what and to keep the formation. And I think that using Monday and Tuesday, which is the new moon, really summoning up that energy would really be helpful. And I feel like doing that and focusing more on being resilient, focusing more on um, knowing when to take a break you know, focusing on community will also really help you with any other individual goals that you might have. Now is not the time to go about using brute force to still get your point across or to still get your goals across, Um, especially if you're in a more privileged place of, you know, maybe this isn't affecting you as much. Maybe you're able to work from home. And so you're like, well, I'm able to work from home. I'm not in this weird limbo. So I still want to go and do whatever how can you be you know this is like if your squad or platoon or whatever you want to call it you know you have people who are injured because of whatever and you yourself didn't get injured how can you help your band of bros to keep moving forward you know where can your resources be allotted to help another um so really sitting with that and asking yourself these questions I feel like is really um an Aries slash Mars vibe. Also dealing with, you know, you're going to see a lot. Um, War brings about a lot of trauma. So how can you 
oops, sorry about that. How can you deal with that trauma? How can you find the balance between staying informed, but also knowing when to unplug? Because, you know, while we talk about crises and we talk about all of these things that are going on in our time, this is a crisis that we're dealing with where we have the technology to be plugged in constantly at all times. And it can be completely overwhelming to not only our minds, but our nervous system, because, you know, in the past we were not given or we didn't have the means to have so much access to information at all times and to be accessible at all times. So really setting up a boundary. And I, you know me, I love a good boundary, but sometimes we have to have boundaries within ourselves. And what that looks like is, you know, maybe when we say, you know, stay connected and stay plugged in, like, yes, stay connected to friends, family, whatever. So you don't feel isolated, but make sure that you're not just re-traumatizing yourself by being plugged into the news at all times. Make sure you're not, you know, dumping your emotional energy on other people or having them just, you be a dumping ground for their emotional energy. Like this is a trying time when we're all really freaking out. But if you wake up today or whenever you listen to this and you feel calm for the first time in forever how can you maintain that for the longest possible time because the worst thing that you can do is like you're feeling fine this day right you're going through your day you're like wow like you know I prayed about it I did whatever and then next thing you know you look at your phone and then you just fall down this spiral of panic and then you absorb all of that. It has nowhere to go because, you know, you're not really keeping up with (laughs) grounding and centering and all that stuff. Or maybe that's not for you, whatever. And so then you, you have all that energy within you and then you're right back to where you were. Whereas, you know, if you didn't fall down that spiral and you kept that promise and boundary to yourself of only maybe spending a certain amount of time on social media or instead of maybe going on Facebook or something, Um, where you know, or a specific, I don't want to call out a specific social platform, but maybe where you know people are just going to be, I don't even want to say bitching because that sounds insensitive, but like, you know what I mean? Like, instead of gathering where it's going to be really, really negative, maybe you glance at it or you don't glance at it at all and you spend time with, you know, the approved list of people not the approved list of people but like you know people who you know like you're invested in whatever but you also know aren't going to emotionally dump on you maybe instead of being on social media on a for a couple of days you choose to replace that with learning about something else Um, a lot of college colleges are offering free courses for various topics Um, Coursera is a app I want to say it's on everything. I know for sure that it's on the Apple store where you can take free college classes on a plethora of subjects. Um, I personally love taking classes on art and history and economics and um, ancient civilizations and all that kind of stuff and literature. But um, it's fascinating and you can take classes from like Yale and Harvard and, you know, wherever. Um, so yeah, really calling up and I feel like working with the Aries or Mars archetype would be great. If you're somebody who is theistic and you really want to dive into that devotional work, I highly recommend it. Um, so yeah. Then Tuesday, if you want a little fun activity, which is the 24th that we already talked about, if you want a brave going outside, um, Mercury and Venus are at their Western elongation, which is the best time to view 
Venus since it will be at its highest point in the evening sky. So look for it after the sunset. So that's actually really, really fun. And I think could be a little positive thing if you are in a place where you can see, um, where you can see the stars that's like the only way I can play where you can see um stuff in the sky I don't know how to word that that's really where you can see like celestial changes but you know what I mean all right so now that we know a little bit about this upcoming week a little fun activity let's get into the moment and the real reason why we're here which is the Sunday sit down (laughs) um so I'm looking at these cards right now and I am laughing because I feel like for the first Sunday sit down, these cards are not only appropriate, but also I feel like really, it's like a nice introduction to uh, the deities that the spread is based off of. And then also just, it's just a vibe, you know? So let's get into it. So for the Maiden, which is the Persephone card, we have the Fool. And then for the mother, which is Diana, we have strength. And for the key holder, which is Hecate, we have the tower. <laughs> so now you can kind of see why I'm laughing here. So let's, let's get into it. <laughs> okay, so for the Persephone card, we have the fool. And this is the main thing that we should be focusing on this week. And I think that this is a nice card to have. Because one, you know, if you know the myth of Persephone, I feel like the fool card is also very her. Like you, she literally fell into the underworld from like a cliff, depending on what myth you read. And if you look at the fool, I'm for this spread. And I think this podcast, I'm just going to stick with the Rider weight just because this is a really easy deck to either you have one or you can look it up quickly on Google. Like everybody knows these images, you know? So I think I'm going to stick with using this deck. Um, but he literally, or they, we'll say they, they have a flower in their hand, they have this knapsack, and they are, like, looking towards this brand new horizon, and I think this is us. I think we are embarking on this new journey, airy season, new astrological year. It's definitely a new place to be, and I think that accepting this however we can to the best of our ability, praying, asking for acceptance, and then now that we know that this is our reality seeing what we can make out of it and just go into it very very open like how I was talking about in my experience this week where I was so close-minded that I was missing that these blessings were still coming through and that I was still being supported and held so I think that having the attitude of the fool and making the most out of a situation this is also again going to be looking different for everyone because if you are like in a crisis you're probably listening to this and being like bitch make the best out of a situation I'm trying to survive and let me tell you I feel you um so I'm not saying like just blanketly ignore this and I also think that the fool is reminding us to not just become so oblivious to everything like we can reach a point of being so numb that we just become oblivious to everything and so this is reminding you to like not do that because then you will become boo-boo the fool (laughs) but it's saying to just be slightly more open um to things to seeing a new perspective to not being so attached to one specific way of something happening. You know, I'm pretty sure 
Persephone was not expecting to tumble down into the underworld and it was probably very very scary consider this us being in this um, underworld right now which is ironic because we just had the spring equinox which is like Persephone's return to earth from being you know what I mean like very very interesting Um, but seeing that juxtaposition I think is interesting because I think our underworlds are what we make of it obviously there are external situations but in my experience that I keep drawing from I definitely think that even when we are subject to outside and external forces outside of our control I think that we still have um choice which is funny now that I think about it I put this giant note to talk about this And I thought I was going to lead the podcast with this and I didn't. But if you look on my Instagram, I posted um, a quote. I have to find it now because I pulled for my personal own card today. I pulled the Wheel of Fortune and the affirmation from this card, which is by Benabelle Wen from Holistic Tarot, is I summon my powers to spin the Wheel of Fortune in my favor. Greatness is my destiny. My life changes for the better. And I have been saying that affirmation all day today, which led to me sitting down and finally doing this podcast and doing a few other things that I had been avoiding because I was like in a mopey hell. Um, But, you know, saying sometimes when we are in our own hells, having an affirmation, and it does not have to be this one. I'm just using this as an example. Having an affirmation to jostle you out of that mindset can be really really helpful so you know maybe you're going through a rough day feel those feelings because when you keep them bottled in that's how you like explode so trust as someone who is prone to exploding I'm learning to release the feelings and feel them as they come instead of being an Aquarius and avoiding feelings like the plague until they become unbearable but um feel the feeling and then reset it with something else so this could be an affirmation a mantra this could be psalms 23 this could be you know um a goddess chant you know whatever that is for you reset that mindset and I think that kind of really signifies also the fool you know the fool they look like they're just strolling along through you know wherever they are on this cliff maybe they're singing an affirmation you know if you've seen the whiz their little affirmation is uh I think it's get on down or ease on down. That's what it is. Wow. I'm a fake fan. It's ease on down, ease on down the road when they're going down the yellow brick road. You know, they know that they're going to have trials ahead, but they're, you know, singing their little song. I don't want to get copyrighted, so I'm not going to sing it. But if you've seen The Wiz, you know what I'm talking about. Um, and if you haven't seen The Wiz, now is a good time to go watch it. It's iconic. It's literally Diana Ross, Michael Jackson, um... A whole bunch of people iconic go watch it 10 out of 10 um and again thinking of that I feel like that's also another very fool's journey you know you have Dorothy in this wonderland um of a place where she gets to work out her inner workings and learn some lessons and I feel like that's very that's very where we are right now and I think that's what this week is also really going to be looking like All right, and then the next card we have is Strength, and that is the Mother card or the Diana card. And I really, really love this because I feel like it's very much a Diana card, whether you are looking at the more Roman or Greek Artemis, 
um, or Roman Diana in classical mythology, or you're looking a little bit of the more traditional witchcraft slash Charles Leland slash Wicca Diana. Um, I feel like this is very much her, very like mother tamer of beast. Um, she has this infinity symbol above her head, very, um, you know, like divine connected to everything and everyone, but also you as well. Um, reminding you that you have this power to also tame beasts, whatever those beasts may look like for you. And I love that we have this card right after the fool, because to me, you know, no one is an island and we need this community to lean on now more than ever. So if you are prone to isolating like me, just falling off the face of the earth, that's only really going to intensify whatever beast that you're trying to um, tame and I don't even want to use the word tame because I feel like the strength card isn't necessarily about taming I think it's just working and being acceptance with said beast but letting it know that they are not running the show so I guess that is taming um, but when I'm talking about taming I don't mean like wriggling brothers taming I mean like living cohabitating but also knowing like you were the boss And I think that community can help that because community gives us perspective. If you look at both of these examples of Diana, you know, they always have their gang around them. Um, Diana is always with her nymphs, the animals, other deities. The fact that Diana is seen in classical mythology, the fact that she's associated with all of these different witch cults of today, but also of in the past, because, you know, that's what the Christian writers are writing about or whatever. But the fact that she exists in all of these different um, mythologies and folklore, I think is a testament of how we can be, you know, we don't have to necessarily prescribe to one community, one thing, whatever. If you find that you need to find support for something, I don't know, maybe you're feeling really, really anxious and your family just does not have the knowledge or the emotional capacity or, you know, the exposure to be able to talk and help you with your anxiety the way that you need. Maybe they just cannot hold that space for you. Maybe instead you tune into a Zoom call where, you know, you guys do DBT exercises or CBT meditation or exercises or you just talk about anxiety or whatever um maybe it's tuning into someone's live on instagram um maybe it is having skype calls with your friends on scheduled days maybe it's going to the park if you're someplace that's not as um i don't want to say infested i don't know what the i am so sorry i do not know the correct terminologies for any of this but you know what i mean a place where it's not as bad. You can go to a park, still stay six feet away, kids, but at least you're with someone, you know what I mean? So really finding that community builds that strength. It's giving you different perspectives. Like if you watched my So 2020 Ruined Your Career video, I was talking about how I gained perspective from um, more experienced people, like people who have been in their careers for like 40, 50 years and are like, you know, we lived through it before we're going to live through it again like really getting that perspective and also seeing that work is not everything was really helpful for me um and I think that that's where this can really come in so find your community this week even if you think you don't have any 
I definitely get in these very, very isolation mode. No one cares about me if I fell off the face of the earth, like mindsets, because my brain literally some days is out to get me. I don't know why. Chemicals, I guess. But some days my brain will literally have me believing that just because I do not have someone IRL in my face all the time, that that means that not a single soul on this planet cares about me and that I could just deuce from this earth and it will be all good and no one would bat an eye, you know? So even if you feel like that, if you're looking around and you're like, community, where, love, I don't know her, support, who's that, find and see what you what gets an emotional response from you and that can be your support so that could be something as simple as tuning into someone's live on instagram that could be reading a book from a writer or a um uh i don't want to say like celebrity but like a like a, a public figure that you admire and maybe they wrote a book and so you spend that time reading that book and you're like oh wow like that's really cool or something like that. So like, um, for example, a couple years ago, I went through, um, and I read just, I don't want to say autobiographies, but I read like, um, cause people always talk about how like the spiritual slash witch community is so full of drama and, you know, this, that, and other, but it's always been that way. So I went back and I was reading these autobiographies. Like I read Fire Child by Maxine Sanders, which it was such a good book. I highly recommend it. I read Patricia Crowther's book. I read Dory Valiente's book. Um, she has a couple books, but the main book that I focused on was like her narrative of what was happening at that scene during that time. I think it's, it's, I want to say it's rebirthing witchcraft or like the return of witchcraft. I really don't remember what it's called because I just kind of go through and read all of her books from time to time. So I don't know, but it's the one, it's not the one that tells you how to do stuff. It's just the one where she's just talking <laughs> and it's fairly entertaining. Um, and then I read, um, uh, oh my gosh. Um, Alexander's, uh, book as well and so just getting all of that perspective and like um Lon Milo Duquette has a really good book he is a ceremonial magician who's been at this for forever and it was like on one side I was reading all about like the revival of witchcraft and on the other side I was reading about the Golden Dawn the OTO and Thelema and just all of the juicy drama and not only was I thoroughly entertained I saw the parallels between these two worlds back then and seeing how it still relates to today there's still drama within these communities and especially now that their social media is even more entertaining and when I say drama I don't mean like everybody hates each other I just mean it's entertaining because it's just you know how it is it's just it's entertaining so if that is something that's up your alley definitely check out those books if you're more of a ceremonial person um like I said Lon Milo Duquette has a couple books I don't remember I know one is my life with the spirits I know that's like his I don't want to say it's a biography. I feel like it's just him talking about his life. So maybe that's a biography. I don't know. And then he has another book that's called Homemade Magic, which is really good because it's like how you can start a simple practice 
but he also interweaves stories of like his life and all that stuff and I found it thoroughly entertaining there's also one more book I see the book but I cannot remember what it's called but it was like about specifically about like the OTO and um this right let me let me look and see if I can find it so we're gonna take a little pause during this reading I'm so sorry if you are not interested in this at all but it's the book's recommendations have been coming through like for me to talk about them so somebody needs to read some books I just don't know whomst is the one let's see oh it's called in the center of the fire and it's by James Wazerman and it's very like if you like just kids by Patti Smith or on the road, or like any of that type of writing, imagine a book like that, but centered around the occult. That's what that book is like, and I highly recommend it. It's very, very entertaining. Okay, so anyway, as I was saying, if that is not for you, if you're listening to this and you're like, what the fuck is that? Have no fear, because you can also read other books. If books are not your thing, having a podcast, you know, um, as someone who is very much by themselves a lot, um, my birth card is literally the hermit. Like listening to podcasts has been like really helpful, especially because I'm someone who does not really like dead silence. Like I always like to have noise in the background, whether that is white noise or celephageo frequencies or whatever, or music or whatever. But podcasts have also been really helpful. So find maybe a podcast you're interested in. Um, and it does not have to be like a spiritual one. There's podcasts for everything. There's podcasts for books, for movies, for fandoms. There's podcasts for the most obscure thing. I'm telling you, if you think you can't find it, it's out there. And if it's not out there, maybe make one yourself. It's really easy. Download the Anchor app. Get you started. <laughs> Um, there's probably some other apps out there too, but the one that I know is Anchor. That was one of the first ones. Um, so yeah, use that. Um, this can also be watching movies that like just give such an emotional response to where you feel safe and held. I think that's really the point of all this is one, you want to be entertained, but two, you also want to feel that emotional pull so that you get those same feelings that you would feel if you were you know maybe with a best friend or something like that like sometimes and maybe this is the only child in me talking so like if you are someone who grew up with like tons of people around you and you're like bitch I fucking can't relate same I cannot imagine growing up with a group of people around me but just finding things that just make you feel held safe but also might open you up to a different and new perspective because like I said we are the fool this week um will really help you Um, And if you are someone who wants to take initiative, take initiative, start a book club, start a podcast. And it does not have to be something serious. It could be a podcast that maybe only your little group of friends listen to. This could be a book club that only your little group of friends reads. But that's something. Um, We are definitely looking for quantity, not, not, we are looking for quality, not quantity in these strange times. Because we also have the tower and this is the thing that kind of unifies both of these cards but it's also like the the key to all of this is realizing that we are in this tower moment nothing is set in stone 
but through this tower, this the tower is serving as a shock to your system, right? So you're like, oh my gosh, this thing is happening. But that's the thing that's going to tilt you to get this new perspective. This could be you were on this path for so, so long, right? And then boom, a tower falls and you cannot continue down that path anymore. That is how you become the fool because now you're in this unprecedented territory ready for and open for whatever. Sometimes it's the tower that shakes you out of being stuck you know we've been talking about being stagnant for so so long and now it's like okay stagnation who's that because now you're gonna have to look and deal with this thing on this new path on this new whatever and I think that having this time to sit with ourselves and maybe our friends or whatever but mostly ourselves really reconnecting to that is a benefit of this it might not seem like it when we're deep in the stress trust me Like I said, a lot of the times I record these things and I have to go back and listen to them because I like to get in these deep depressive ass episodes. So trust me when I am not downplaying feelings here. Um, I'm also really doing this to hold myself accountable, to be honest, but that's neither here nor there. What I'm saying is when we get this new perspective, it's like, okay, we have this new perspective. What can we do with it? How can we go from... uh, having this tower moment what can this tower moment do how can we take this tower moment and make this the key to help us to open the door into something new so this could be you telling your story about the tower moment this could be you saying this is what worked for me during the tower moment I hope it helps you on your journey so then that's connecting back to the strength card because in you talking about it you're affirming to yourself that not only did you survive this tower moment that you will also continue to survive through said moment and maybe future moments to come but you're also helping others to contain these beasts that just want to run amok you know so it's really this full circle moment and when we have all of these components together I think that's really going to help carry us through this week and with this new moon so what is the takeaway from this I think the takeaway from this mainly is you know releasing control um If you are a Harry Potter fan, I know JK is not the cis right now, but Harry Potter still holds a very deep place in my heart and I will clutch it in my cold hands. Um, But anyway, as I was saying, if you are a Harry Potter fan, I am paraphrasing, but I feel like this is the correct quote where Hagrid is saying whatever comes will come and will handle it when it does and I think that that is the message for this week like right now we are the kids and I don't mean like age I mean like the kids in the book (laughs) we are these kids just dealing with whatever comes you know the ministry of magic might fall the um dementors are out we have a tyrant in office like these are this is book six seven and eight okay that's where we are right now and the only way we're gonna get through it is by looking at shit from different perspectives you know sometimes we might need to be luna lovegood sometimes we might need to uh just find help in the most randomness places um so yeah (laughs) And you know what? If you have not read the Harry Potter series, now is the time to do that. I highly recommend it. Um, 
if you're an audiobook person, Stephen Fry's version, if you can find it, it's definitely online. But if you want to purchase it, that might be a little bit harder. Um, and when I mean online, I mean like you can stream it through like whatever channels that you call. But I highly recommend Stephen Fry's version over, and this is no shade to the guy who recorded this, like the new versions. Like his version is fine, but Stephen Fry's is better. <laughs> Um, I highly recommend Stephen Fry's versions of the audiobooks. They are fantastic. If you can find them, find them. I would say maybe go to Half Price Books, but bitch, is Half Price Books open? I don't know. Um, yeah. (laughs) This is what you can expect in this podcast. I will heavily probably refer to Harry Potter. I will heavily probably refer to his Dark Materials and the magicians and lord of the rings as well as x-men the avengers (laughs) i pull from lots of different places i am very much a hero's journey kind of person which is probably why i'm so attracted to the tarot and divination in general um so yeah i'm gonna end it on this note i know the ending is not exactly a closing but next week we will come back with something a little bit more organized If you liked the Sunday sit down, share it with your friends, share it with your family, share it with your enemies, let them get in on this good tea. Um, If you have, um, oh, I probably am going to incorporate listener letters into this. So if you have any questions about magic, ritual, love, sex, um, self-worth, you know, just the things that you see that I talk about on my page. If you have any of those kind of questions and are looking for, you know, advice, I wouldn't, I'm not going to frame them as advice, but definitely like questions and topics to talk about, send them in because like, this is the Sunday sit down where we sit down and we talk about these things. Um, so yeah, be sure to give us a rating um follow us on instagram and by us i mean me i don't know why i'm talking about this as if we're like a collective but i mean i want to create a sense of community with listening to this you know so like i said send in your thoughts your questions feedback etc and i will see you guys next week